0: Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Sunday episode of Me Moving to Canada.com or MM2C and OPB, which is online presence building. And this is me again, Ben, your host. In this Sunday episode, we will invite fellow immigrants to share their experiences when they move to Canada. We have our guest for today. We'll ask about her journey to Canada and learn from her experiences. I would like to introduce to you guys, Steph Madarang. Hi, Steph. Thanks for being here. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a great opportunity to be here.
0: Thank you very much for accepting my invitation. So I would like to ask you, first of all, I would like to know how Mm -hmm. did you find out about me and MM2C?
1: Actually, uh, when I was looking for support groups for podcasters, I was like looking, and then I've seen, oh, he's from Canada, and you know, and because I wanna start, gusto start, like I wanna start my podcast, and I'm like, you know what, I have to message this guy, mm-hmm. and then I didn't, you know, naging busy and I wasn't able to see the message until last week. Like oh, okay. I, I thought that if you forgot about me already. <laughs> so oh, like
0: no. I
1: guess I, I, I just knew yesterday like no last, last Saturday, I guess, that you oh. messaged back. It's just me who didn't see it.
0: I know that you're a fellow podcaster as well, so I want to be <laughs> to invite you in my podcast as well, right? So that I know you can have like like collab collaboration and you can do many other things. Okay. So mm-hmm. Tell me about your background um, before you come to Canada. So what's your background?
1: So I'm a Bachelor of Education major in Physical Education back home, but I wasn't able to finish it. So maybe I was at the second year college, then we moved here like four, three years ago. Then Mm -hmm. basically that's it. I just went to school.
0: Oh okay, so just went to
1: school and then you're yeah.
0: In, you're in college and then yes. after graduation you you No
1: no no I didn't finish uh didn't finish school. So second year college we we went away. We we came here already. So oh. I, I haven't had the chance to finish school back home.
0: So you have your parents here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both your parents.
1: Yes, and my two siblings, yeah.
0: Oh nice, that's easy. <laughs> I know you, I have to to wait for, I was waiting for since 2003, and uh-huh. I was approved in 2013. So that was 10 years waiting for me for for because we are under a federal skilled worker program. Mm-hmm. And and you is uh, you have you are under sponsorship, right?
1: Yeah. So probably my mom had the same experience with you, but not me.
0: Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. So, how did your mom? decide to move here because you know it's difficult to leave you behind in philippines i
1: know it It yeah it was tough at first because she had to leave when my two siblings are still young and um how would i say this so she she actually had a good position back in the philippines like she's a she's a principal and then she handles a lot of things and then it was hard for her based on what her story is like, it was hard for her leaving because she had a good job, she had a good position but she said that the income wasn't enough back home regardless of how hard she tries even though my dad has his own business it still doesn't work so that's why they both decided you know what, I, I think we sh- one of us should go out and then good thing I think my uh, dad's sister, my aunt um, helped her to come here and then the rest was history. Yeah.
0: Wow. And my that's my my, my wife is a teacher as well. Uh-huh. And it's difficult for her because it's for she worked for fourteen years in that school. So um, moving to another country away from it. really your,
1: hard. Yeah.
0: Hard, right? And uh-huh. up, how about you? Um, because many uh, many daughters or sons that when their parents want to get um, to move them from Philippines to Canada, they don't like to move. And
1: oh, I, yeah, that's definitely true. Like for, cause for me, I'm set on my goals before. Like I wanna be a teacher. That's it. I wanna graduate. I wanna pass the let. Then I wanna be a teacher. But then, she said, I sh- we had a fight in between. Cause she wants me to to take massage when I'm here. And of course, in the Philippines, it's not a big thing, right? It's more of a vocational course, and I didn't want that because I would prefer getting a degree rather than getting a dip, like a massage thing. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I'm like, Okay, can you just leave me and you guys go there and I'll just visit and blah blah blah. Well, I didn't know how the process works, but she's like, No, you have to come with me. And of course, the mom wins. It was hard at first, but then, good thing I found friends even before I came to Canada, so mm-hmm. it was kind of easier for me to uh, adjust. But yeah, I had the feeling, I had the same feeling she left and I'm like, why do you have to leave where Where in fact we can just start here? But I didn't understand the financial problems, right? So yeah. to, uh, what do you call this? You have to measure it out. But then eventually I got used to it and then I liked it more here now than in the Philippines.
0: But of course you have roots like you have a lot of lot of friends there in philippines and how mm. did they react about you moving to canada
1: um some of them uh, on the last day uh of the last day of my stay in the philippines some of them like really came with me to the airport really like dropped me off to the airport but then um i felt support rather than like sadness right like i know that they're sad that i'm going to be away but i can see that they're supporting me In my new adventure, where where, you know, like uh, until now, we still talk online, and then I still see the support, the same support that they gave me like four years ago. So it was hard, but at least I know that they're still there for me, regardless.
0: So is is it your first time um, to land in Canada when you have the visa, or you have have you visited your mother here? No,
1: she visited us. So, okay. yeah, so it's my first time, yeah,
0: so that means it's your first time landing in a cold weather, <laughs> right oh, yeah, yeah, What's actually yeah.
1: mhm-, true, because actually, when we arrived, my mom, my mom was anxious because we're supposed to uh, we're supposed to meet at eleven, but we but surpri- but surprisingly we were like. We took too long for the immigration process, you know, like mm-hmm. we, we, they, she got scared. Maybe we got denied or something, but of course we, we did not. So, yeah, we ended up 3 a.m. and then we left the airport. It was that long.
0: Okay. Was it uh, cold for you that time? It,
1: it was a summer. Oh. It was a summer, yeah. But then remember in the Philippines, they don't wear seat belts. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, of course, I g- went in the car and then the driver said, you have to wear a seatbelt or else they're going to charge you 500 bucks. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's the oh, first but, thing I noticed, the seatbelts. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's good that, that you arrive in summer because, you know, um, that's why I always recommend the our fellow immigrants to land during summer so that they mm-hmm. have they can adjust with the weather, right? And it's True. slow, they can... Um, they gotta adjust to the minus twenty-five.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I freaked out on the the first snow that I've seen. Negative one. I freaked out so imagine much.
0: Imagine if it's summer in in the Philippines. Like let's say January, and then you arrive here at around February, and that's Oh God, the 20. highest level. <laughs> yeah. So the shock in your body will be, man.
1: Yeah. It it's it's gonna be terrible.
0: Yeah. all right. And then, um, when you arrived here, um, did you go to school?
1: Yeah, actually. So, I arrived here August 5th, and then it was a Friday. So, the next Monday, the, mm-hmm. literally the next Monday, my mom enrolled me for this massage therapy program, and then I got ups- uh, I got accepted right then and there. And maybe after a month, I went to school.
0: Okay. So, how how long does it take?
1: Uh, the the usually the program takes two to three years, but I took the fast track, okay? So I finished maybe like nine months, I uh, don't know, 11 months, and then that's it. Wow, mm-hmm. so then took the license, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that every day or
1: oh, that's every day, that's every day, nine to five.
0: Oh man, that's
1: I know it was tough, it was tough.
0: And after that, do you have any um exam?
1: Yeah, or... you have a Oh yeah, here in Ontario, they really want registered massage therapists because we're we, we're dealing with people, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to pass one practical exam and one written exam. So if let's say I failed the test three times, I have to go back to school again. So luckily, thanks God, I pass it one take. So yes.
0: Wow. <laughs> nice. That's good. And um after graduation, do you did you find a job immediately or? You... No,
1: I can't. We're not allowed to. We're not allowed to uh, get a job. Like you have to pass the exam first before oh. you can massage. Yeah. So I just maybe focused on doing. I'm. I was just studying for the next three months and then just took the exam and then...
0: So what is this like? Um, like the exam, is it written or there's some? It's actual...
1: uh, it's, an, it's both. It's an actual one where mm-hmm. you do face-to-face and then they grade you and then a written one. So okay. you have to pass both to get the license.
0: Okay, I have a question about uh, the enrollment fee mm-hmm. because you're an immigrant, right? New immigrant and did mm-hmm. you have like a grant from the government?
1: Yeah, actually we applied for OSAP so what they did is that that's why i enrolled in a full time course i enrolled in a full time course so what they did is that they looked into my mom's income
0: uh-huh. and based
1: it from there so i didn't pay it my parents did cuz i don't have any i don't have any income like income history so they picked my mom instead then my dad paid for the balance so they maybe they gave me a grant of 16k so the all-over program was twenty-two k. They gave me a grant of sixteen, and then the remaining was paid by my dad.
0: So what if you're not an immigrant? You're a student, like an international student. How much would it cost?
1: Um. Actually, I have a friend. She's living with us right now. She's an international student. Based on what she said. Uh, they have to like. I think schools have their own pricing for international students, mm-hmm. so she has to pay a different fee.
0: Is it? Twice? Yeah, like
1: like direct pay. You have to pay for the whole year, for what I know. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, that. It's right. tough. <laughs> Probably expensive, right?
1: It is like every time I ask her the price, she's like, "No, it's expensive. No, That's what it is."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, because I have friends here who applied for. There are programs here in Seneca. Um, Uh I forgot uh, the name of the program, but they're going here for a student visa. So the requirement is you need to have a show money Uh in a bank, and then you have to prove, you know, some IELTS, academic IELTS. There's a lot of things Uh to prepare, and it's expensive. That's what they said. Okay, so... After having the license, and did you find how many days did you find a a job for that massage?
1: So the demand was high. So if mm-hmm. you really went to school and you have the license, uh, I got my I got my certification. Like I got the the go signal from them January, 12, and maybe it was a Friday. So, uh-huh. the next month, like, I'm not sure what, but but as long as I know it's a Friday, the next Monday you have a job.
0: Wow, that's funny. Yeah.
1: So, that's the advantage if you're, like, registered compared to, like, the certified courses only because mm-hmm. you get the job immediately because the demand is high and it's, like, quick.
0: Okay. Don't you have any apprentice um, level?
1: No. Like, it's the, like, you... At school, they train you, so we have a student clinic, so while you, while you go to school, you you tend, you have the training to massage, and then after that, you can't massage anymore until you pass the exam. So let's say you took the exam already, they're going to give you two weeks, I guess, to check your exam, and then they're going to email you if you passed or not. So when you pass, you have to submit requirements like you have to get your um in liability insurance you have to send your diploma certificates and then application to the college the regula- the regulatory board and then when they give you the like the certificate your 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 registration or license
0: number mm-hmm. then you can work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good um but um it's at, at least you have a, the, the demand is
1: it's really high
0: Yeah, need to go um, for the entry point because for me when we arrive here, I have to go for an agency. Um, I have to work for like an assembly line. Uh I need to do uh, to have a positive cash flow because I have two kids and yeah, true. Right, so I have to find a job immediately. So I work in an assembly line in a faucet assembly that's that's tough um it's for me i'm an engineer back home and i've managed people and then many immigrants come here they said they thought that it's a degrading job but yes but uh there's no choice and you have to embrace that um kind of situation you you have to have uh you need a humility to do that right um and also for your part which it, is it e- easier yeah right because you don't have to to undergo those Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, I think my I thank my mom for that because again, I, I, I think I told you earlier that we had that fight. <laughs> we oh, had yeah. that fight about the massage therapy because she planned this already. Like yeah. she said that, oh, I don't want you to work at Tim, like Tim Hortons, I don't want you to work there. Like, if you're gonna be here, just go finish school and then do the job done. Like, I don't want you to experience what I experienced, which is the same experience that you had. Yes. So that's why, I
0: probably. There's nothing wrong with Tim Hortons or McDonald's. Uh-huh. There's an opportunity, right? Yes. An opportunity for us to earn more uh-huh. and a better, a better compensation. Uh, for our work, right? And of course, m- moms knows best.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's why you know I before I would, uh, right now I would just laugh when I remember that I I got angry for like. To her because mm-hmm. she didn't want, like, I didn't want to be here, but then now that even now that we're talking about how easy it is, I'm like, Mom, mm-hmm. you did it again, you did it nicely again, so smooth. <laughs>
0: so now, are you still in this field? Like,
1: yeah, yeah, I actually grew the business like bigger now. So, so think- you mean
0: your own um, clinic? That- yes. clinic? Yes, yes, call it parlor or <laughs> clinic.
1: No, it's a clinic because I have like chiropractors working with me, uh, psychotherapists, physiotherapists, and all of those stuff. So it's a big clinic now.
0: Wow. Congrats. Uh And doing that, like building your clinic, do you have any, um, of course you have, but you have a lot of issues, right? Um, Uh And you have the most difficult issue that you've encountered and how did you overcome that?
1: The hardest part is to actually build the, the, the actually build your career, right? Because it's easy to go and find a place to rent. It's easy to go and find an insurance to buy for your business. It's easy to work and then get money. It's actually the the, the career itself because I think this career, it needs a lot of skill and talent. So even mm-hmm. though you have this good business, this very good business, if you're not good at what you're doing, you're not gonna your business is not gonna succeed, so i had to I had to make sure that I know the proper way of doing things so that i don't fail. There are times that i would you know like i would feel burnt out already because I would literally go to work at seven a m and go home at twelve a m to just run the business alone It's that tough because It's not like in the philippines like uh, people on my age they have this online business selling clothes Mm -hmm. i mean there's nothing wrong but in here i took a business where i got the opportunity i grabbed it and without thinking i'm like okay what's the next step like i didn't plan for things so i think that that was the hardest part so i over so for me overcoming that process where i went for a small space in a salon basement to a storefront business I guess I I did a lot already. It's because, you know, you have to have faith in yourself that you can do it and you have to believe that your family is there to support you even though it seems that they're not supporting you in some way. Because even my mom before she would complain, why did you start this business if you're gonna cry there because you don't have any patients or you don't have you don't have any clients? So mm-hmm. why why don't you go out there and you know sometimes she would doubt me like, do you really need this and things like that? You would really have that negativity, but if you really prove to yourself that you can grow, then I think that's possible. I think that's the way of overcoming your fears.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I wonder how did you um, get that entrepreneurship mindset?
1: Actually, I don't know too. <laughs> so actually, I don't like math. Like, 100% I don't like math. I, back, back, like, back in high school, I, I really suck at math. Like, I fail math all the time. But then I realized that I don't want to be someone else's employee for the, like, for the rest of my life. I think the massage therapy career can be done on your own, with or without a boss. So, and then my point is to help people, right? Because I've been working in a lot of clinics in the span of two years.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: one thing, one, thing, one thing that I noticed is that if it doesn't fit in the clinic's mission, even if you think that it's not really like, let's say you want to help a patient, but it's not really connected to what, you, to what the clinic wants, then you can't really do it. So that's why I said to myself, you know what, I want to build my own because I want to help them in a way that I know. Not the way that the clinic is built, so that's why.
0: Wow! Someday we'll be going there to try the. Oh yeah, it, you
1: should definitely
0: you like, Cairo. How do you call it? Chiropractor.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. Actually, before I started the business on my own, so luckily I found a business partner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Before it was hard for me to pick a business partner because I think maybe they're gonna steal or like that. But actually, mm-hmm. if the as the business grows, you have to expand. You have to delegate the the responsibilities. So yeah, we have the chiropractor, we have the, excuse me, the physiotherapist, athletic therapist. We have facials as well. And then massage.
0: Oh, nice. Facial. That's, oh, mm-hmm. that's I love that.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Right. And it's, uh, it's painful in your face. Like, you know, you're freaking... Yeah,
1: it is. But then, you know, the, 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 the effect would be worth it at the end.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So if, if ever like there's, there are people planning to move to Canada or some newcomers that are here already, um, do you have any advice for them?
1: Uh, Oh yeah. So let's say you have like, if you are, if you have the, the same, if you have the same experience like you, Mr. Ben, or like the same experience with my mom, uh, I know, I, I don't know, like personally, if you felt this too, but I, I, I've seen my mom cry all the time because she misses us or gets homesick. And then sometimes I hear her complain because she had to work four jobs. Even some of my patients that are Filipinos that who comes in the clinic would tell me, you know what, Steph, you're lucky because you're here now. Your mom is here. Our family is not still here. So one thing I could say is that you just have to trust, you know, like do your part, and just pray, just pray that the 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 time would come that your family can be with you here in Canada already. Mm-hmm. And then the second would be for the, let's say, now for the kids, for the daughters and the sons that are having a hard time forgetting what they have in the Philippines. For me, you have to you have to step up your game because this is a different country. Whatever's in the Philippines is not the same here. Uh, Canada is more advanced and actually it's better because you have more opportunities to grow. Actually didn't expect to own my own business but because of Canada's opportunities that would really tell you you can even if it doesn't even if it seems that you can't. Mm. So just do it if you want to go to school. We have the grants. Go do it if you wanna. If you wanna push a career that you want, but in the Philippines you can't do it. Take the chance. Just take the chance, and then you're gonna succeed on it.
0: Yes, because you know uh, Canada is like opening a lot of opportunities for you.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Which is some other people in other countries, not not just like not la um not only in Philippines but other countries that they don't have opportunities to even go to school, even buy, um, clothings or
1: something
0: like that. So Canada is really, I, I, I've been to many places, um, many countries and I found out that this is the best place. This is the best country that I had visited. I have lived and well, I have to grab opportunities like us. We are the podcasters now. There's yeah, true. Us to do podcasting, which is almost free, right? Huh. So we have to grab it and we don't know what will hap- what, hap- what will happen in this kind of um industry, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. And uh, uh speaking of podcasting, you have like uh, a podcast, right? So yeah. Can, um Tell our listeners about your business, your podcast or um, Facebook pages and uh, can you uh, Yeah, can sure like
1: So if you want to talk about life, love, health, wellness, and mm-hmm. many more, you can go and visit Chickahan Corner on Spotify. I think it's on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and I have a, it's also uploaded in YouTube. Just in case you need English subtitles because it's in Filipino, just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I uh, also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, Steph, you can just search Steph Madarang. I also have an Instagram and Twitter account. I am Steph Learns. And again, our Facebook page at www.facebook.comslash Chikahan Corner.
0: Mm-hmm. So Instagram, right? Did you, did you yeah, imagine? yeah,
1: I said it. Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. Oh, I okay. am Steph Learns.
0: TikTok.
1: Uh, my TikTok is not that nice right now. So okay. <laughs> maybe I'll make one soon.
0: All right, and uh, we have, you know, what? There's another social media that I'm, um, I have an account which is MeWe. Do you uh-huh. know, no. Yeah, that's um uh, another like a Facebook. They said it's like a Facebook, but more on private, because oh. that Facebook is not private. Is you no know, stealing. That's what they said. Stealing. Uh Anyway, um, there's another app now, which is MeWe. So you can Uh as well.
1: Oh, I wanna be private, or probably I will.
0: (laughs) Because guys, um, I'm teaching online presence building in uh, about blogging, vlogging, and podcasting, and uh, probably we're gonna be partnered with Steph here because she's she's really have like a lot of online presence. Um, she's doing well in his uh, in her um, online presence. So um, you you may want to uh, to join us in our online presence building, which is facebookcom groups building Okay. So Steph, I'm gonna put um, all the websites that you you um, mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in my, my show notes there. And uh, if you guys Thanks. visit the website, the business of staff, and uh, probably we can put your address, right? The massage.
1: Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So if you want to have massage, Cairo, physio and everything, you could visit us at 302 Wilson Avenue, Toronto. And yeah, you could also book online at www.vitalizeclinic.com. So I'm going to give it to Mr. Ben here.
0: Okay, what is the the corner, the nearest intersection of that? Um...
1: It's in the Bathurst and Wilson. So you know Sampaguita.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So if you go towards No Frills, you're gonna walk right past. Oh
0: it. yeah, I know so that. If you're
1: in No Frills, going to Sampaguita, it's literally just oh,
0: there. Near. Okay. Yeah, it's
1: beside Mikai's salon.
0: That's near our place. And after massaging, guys, you go you go by Lechon. <laughs> there's a oh, lechon yeah. there, right? Wilson. Yeah, there's
1: lechon and
0: um yeah. And some pagita. All right, that's True. good. And it's near the food area, guys, for Filipinos. And if you're a Filipino listening to this podcast, you can go there, uh, visit uh, Toronto Wilson and Bathurst, and that's the place for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so thank you very much, Steph, for being you're
1: welcome. Thank you very much
0: that you shared to us and i hope we'll see you soon after the the i know or quarantine right
1: i know after the covid
0: <laughs> okay so okay guys we have a blast of awesome experience from steph and thank you for listening and see you soon bye